that each story is like a sermon of its own. And it's about people that have met with Jesus. So I want to sort of talk about some other people in the Bible that met with Jesus. And, and their, their lives were before Jesus and after Jesus. Because he changes everything. It's been my story. So I was 17 when I went into a church for the first time. And I met Jesus. And my life hasn't been the same since. So let's have a look at a few people from the Bible. Let's have a look at a few people from the Bible. The first one there was a woman that was at a well. And she was collecting water at the well. And she started chatting with Jesus. She was a Samaritan woman. And Samaritans and Jews were not supposed to really get on. So Jesus broke the rules. By speaking to someone that he shouldn't be speaking to. Both a Samaritan, but also a woman. And, and the, the conversation started around drink. Jesus asked her for a drink. And, uh, and she said, well, I've got, you've got nothing to draw from. How can you have a drink? And, the, and then Jesus said, if you knew who was speaking to you, you'd ask him for a drink. And he would give you living water. You drink this water, and you'll be thirsty again. But you drink the living water and you'll never be thirsty again. And we've heard stories, we've heard stories today of people that have begun to drink living water. That quenches and satisfies, that quenches our thirst, that, that satisfies our thirst in ways that H2O, water, couldn't do. That was one woman. And, and then there was a, this dialogue between Jesus and the woman. There was a conversation. And uh, she said, she said uh, let me go and get my husband. Uh, no, Je- I think Jesus said, go and get your husband. And she said, I'm no longer with my husband. And it turns out she had, she'd had five husbands. <laughs> and the man that she was with was not her husband. <laughs> and Jesus spoke to her and said, no, that's not your husband, you've had five husbands. So he opened up the truth of the situation. But through this woman, that was probably a problem woman, she was a woman that struggled. 
Through that woman, Jesus was able to preach the gospel to the Samaritan community. And many Samaritans found faith in Jesus. And, and their lives were changed. Let's, let's look at another man. Uh, we know this man as his name was Legion. Um, but actually, it wasn't his name. We know him we know as Legion because he had so many demons inside him. I know we don't talk about demons all that much, do we? <laughs> uh, but it, but it, he was known as Legion because there were so many demonic forces in his life. He, he would self-harm. Uh, and, and he was a violent man. Uh, people wouldn't dare to go near him. He met with Jesus. Uh, and and, and in, in, a, in an encounter with Jesus, in, a, in, a, in that encounter with Jesus, the demons were kicked out. And he found freedom. So this guy that was living amongst the graves in a, in a graveyard, hurting himself, and hurting others met with Jesus and his life was turned around and he got freedom there's another guy a guy called Zacchaeus he was a tax man uh, I don't know if any, any uh, inland revenue workers in the room any, any tax men in the room or women no okay uh, but he, was, he, he collected taxes. Uh, he also cheated when he collected the taxes. And uh, so he would, he would collect for the Romans, collect the taxes for the Romans. And, and, and he, would, he would take more than he should. And, and, and keep some of it for himself. And he would keep some of himself. He, he, when Jesus came to town, he climbed up a tree to get near to Jesus. And, uh, and then Jesus invited him. He said, no, I'm going, to come and, I'm going to come and have dinner at your house tonight. And he met with Jesus. And from that moment, he stopped cheating. And he gave back to the people that he'd cheated. He actually gave back four times the amount that he'd cheated. And he gave money to the poor. His life was totally turned upside down. Because he'd met Jesus. And uh, there's, a, there's another woman. Um, there, was, there was a situation where a woman had been caught in adultery. And, and the Pharisees, the religious people of the time, 
They were lined up with stones to stone this woman to death. And then Jesus came. He started writing in the sand. The Bible Bible doesn't tell us what he wrote. He just started doodling. He started writing in the sand. I, I have a theory... My theory is that he wrote something like, well, what were you doing last Tuesday, Mr. Pharisee? Did you get that? No. He wrote, what were you doing last Tuesday, Mr. Pharisee? I'm guessing. He may not have written that. Um, but he then said, um, the one without sin... Throw the first stone. These religious people looked at each other and just slowly slipped away. (laughs) Because they knew the state of their own lives. And the only person that had righteousness in that situation was Jesus. And, and Jesus looked at the woman said, where, where are your accusers gone? And he said, she said, they've gone. And then he said, neither do I accuse you. Go in peace and sin no more. And sin no more. This is our Jesus. So, I mean, sometimes we think like, you know, uh, like Jesus is going to be like the religious rulers. If he knew what's really going on in my life, he'd want to bash me in some way. He'd want to beat you up in some way. He'd want to hurt you. Like this. (laughs) And... and, uh, you can do it back to see if you want. Uh, <laughs> translate everything. Um, uh, and, um, but that's how sometimes we think religion is. But Jesus is not like this. It's come to me, all who are weary and burdensome, and I will give you rest. See, why is this? What, you know, why are we doing this baptism? It's, it's an odd thing to do, isn't it? Why are, we, why are we celebrating these lives that we're talking about today? It's because it makes all the difference when we meet Jesus. Find yourself in a cafe for a free cup of coffee. Before you know it, you're having dreams about Jesus. That was your story, Jim. Before we know it, we have dreams about Jesus. And we've heard all the stories. We've got, we've got some more stories coming, haven't we? We thought we'd save you to the end to make you feel more nervous. <laughs> but here's, here's what I want to end on. This is how I want to end. Why, why is meeting Jesus such a big deal? Is there something that Jesus said? Uh, he said this I am the way I am the truth and the life 
I mean, it's a bold thing to say, isn't it? If I stood up today and said, Jim Harper, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You, you would probably want to leave the church. But Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And, uh, you know, this, the, the context of this conversation was when Jesus said, I'm going back to the Father. And I'm going to prepare a place for you. In, in my father's house, there are many rooms. I'm, I'm getting one ready for you. That's what he's saying. And then good old Thomas, doubting Thomas. Thomas, uh, one of the disciples called Thomas. Tom. Thomas. That's, that's why he gets the big money. Um, so, so he said, well, how, how will we know the way? You haven't shown us where the way to the Father. How will we know? And, and Jesus said, I am the way. I'm the truth. And I'm the life. So he's, he's the way to the Father. No, no one comes through to the Father except through Jesus. It's the way. Not only is he the way to the Father, he, he shows us a way to live that is not the way that the world wants us to live. And the people that we're baptizing today are saying, I want to, I want to live that way. I found the way to the Father and I want to live his way. He said he's the truth. And when we meet with Jesus, it's a bit like looking in a mirror, actually. When we meet Jesus, he shows us what we're like. The, the woman at the well, the woman at the well, had, had, she, she had you know, a, a history and a life that she was trying to keep secret. And Jesus showed her the truth of who she is. Which would have been quite frightening. If, 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 if I today had the secrets of your heart and I put them on the screens here, how would that, how would that go down? Be a little bit embarrassing, I imagine. Um, no, but he, he, he made it clear that he knew everything about this woman. And then he accepted her. And he loved her and welcomed her into his kingdom. When we meet Jesus, it's surrounded in truth. And how many of us try and lie about our lives, try and pretend about our lives? Meet, meet the truth. 
And he can lead us into all truth. And finally, he's the life. I said, you know, 30, what is it, 33 years ago I became a Christian. And, uh, and, and I found life. When Adam and Eve were in the garden, the first people, they, they had, there was a tree of life in that garden. And they could eat from this tree of life and live, not just forever, but live well. And Jesus is inviting us to that kind of life again. And the way that we access that is by coming to him, the way, the truth, and the life. In a minute, we're going to ask these guys some questions. And, uh, and, and the, the questions like, are you, um, you know, are you asking God to forgive you of all your sin and things like this? And this is their opportunity to publicly say that I'm trusting Jesus and Jesus alone for the forgiveness of my sins. And I'm choosing to follow his way for the rest of my life. That I will live in his life experience his life through the Holy Spirit not just forever in, in heaven but now today. so when we baptize these guys we're going to get them to sit on these chairs here and then when they've, when they've all been baptized I want, to, I want to invite some people to come and pray for, the, for these guys. Because we're trusting that that life of, of Jesus will flow through their bodies. Through the Holy Spirit. Amen. And um, we're going to invite Nick, Nick and, um, and Claire up to, I'm going to ask them a few questions. I think you're all right, aren't you? Do you want to come up? Yeah, yeah, so um, besties, lasties and all that, yeah? So, um, yeah, I want Claire just share a little bit about how you've, you've came to, to be here today. Yeah, thank you, Darren. Hi, I'm Claire. Um, how I've come to be here today? Uh, not a brilliant childhood, um, but deep in addiction. Mm, I, I can honestly say I wasn't a nice person. Um, 
And I ended up at a 12-step fellowship. And they said to trust in God. And I was like, what? What's God going to do for me? You know, for two years, I run self-will. And I ended up relapsing. Um, And it was quite, I had six months of hell. And I sat there. And I just didn't want to do what I was doing anymore. Endless suicide attempts. And I just looked up and I went, God, you ain't going to let me die, are you? You're going to keep me in this pain. And I dropped to the floor and prayed and surrendered. I said, I'll do whatever you want. And, yeah, started coming to to church. And saw it. Jim in a service said, he, he he was talking. I don't think he even mentioned about baptism but something comes straight through me going you need to be baptized you need to be baptized so here i am (laughs) wow what an amazing testimony of of, of, you know god's amazing grace um yes so um nick you um you know if you just so just say a little bit about yourself uh, hi, th- is that what I sound like? <laughs> that is awful, I apologise. Um, my name is Nick, I'm 25 years old, from Worcester, born and bred. Um, yeah, I guess I lived my life questionably, um, full of sin, and I was, I was very good at it. Um, a lot of drink and drugs involved. <laughs> Surprise! Um, I found life difficult. And I tried to do life on my own. Um, and I joined a 12-step fellowship. And, and I was talking to my sponsor. And we, I made a decision to turn my will and my life over to the care of God. But I never really understood God or, or where to find him. Um, and for some reason, it, it was a Sunday. And they said they were going to go to church. And... I'd always avoided church my entire life, and uh, I went along on the Sunday, um, and I was shaking back then like I am now, um, and I was seeing people that were, were happy, and they were free, and they weren't doing life on their own, and I wanted that, and I heard people share, and I, you know, I heard Darren share and tell me his story, and I... I wanted a piece of that freedom. So I kept coming. Every Sunday was like a little bit of therapy for me. It was great. It was, it was freeing. I felt like I belonged somewhere. And my entire life, I've been, I've been chasing that feeling of belonging. And I, and I got it in church. But I guess my life was... I lived my life on the leap of faith. And the faith part wasn't so much in the leaping, it was, it was in the landing. And when I come on Sundays and I, I turn my will and my life over to the care of God, I feel like I've landed. And I guess in that, that's when I learn to fly. So, yeah, it, thank you for listening to me share for what was, I think, two minutes. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, thanks, guys. Okay, well, I know we're eager to crack on with getting the baptisms done, and we're going to do that. Uh, in fact,